When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. You never know just where the conversation will take you. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. If you want to give us a call, we'd appreciate hearing from you. Uh, you can text us eight seven two two two. Put talk at the beginning of your message, and it'll cost you twenty five p per message on top of your standard network rate. Or you can tweet us, uh, and uh, that's either at Talk Radio, at Katie Podcrick, at Flipping Calf, no G. Um, <laughs> someone said. I think it's very cruel that people are taking the mickey out of Ian's misfortune, but I guess he does ask for it. Because I don't know if you were listening yesterday, but Ian called us because he'd um, woken up to, in America, where he'd gone at considerable expense, to see the monkeys, to discover that the monkeys have cancelled the rest of their tour, including the concert he was supposed to be going to tomorrow. So um, It could only happen to Ian, that's the thing. <laughs> So we've got a message here, tragic comic strip to America for American-based American thing in America ends in American tragedy in America. Pretty good synopsis of what happened. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, loads of text. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Graham's enjoying it. Graham's the guy who phoned us up earlier with the uh, with the broken ankle. From yes. His time away and and he, and he was he was giving us topics: best times on our vacation, worst times on our holidays. Yeah, where's your happy place? Happy place. I confess to my nudist colony of one. There, I'm not. You seem re-energized today, though. I, I, well, actually, what it is is the opposite of energy. I, th- I think I'm actually a little too mellow. I was a bit concerned I wasn't going to hold up my end here as your sidekick <laughs> because I was a little blissed out. Yeah, I, I have a big dose of uh, sunshine and vitamin D, and then and you followed it up with some yoga. I followed up from with some yoga, some big hip openers. Anybody who does yoga knows that once you get into the hip openers, oh my goodness, you're letting that tension just seep away. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just a puddle of ohm on my rubber mat. You were very blissed out when we first met this this evening. I couldn't really formulate words, and uh, yeah, consonants were hard to come by. Let's see if that's Paul's excuse. Hey, Paul. Hey, how you doing? Bad time we had your own show, Kath. Oh, thanks very much, Paul. You know, you know, I'll drink your bath water. Oh God, oh. let's not remind ourselves of Ew. that. Yeah, okay, yeah. Anyway, you're talking about some music tonight. Go I've on. just tuned in. Have you ever heard of a, a drummer called George Purdy? No, I haven't. Educate me, Paul. Educate you, George Purdy. Created the twelve-eight shuffle beat, which is all the basis of most massive pieces of music that have ever been created ever since. Such as Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, James Brown. Are you? He he played with them. He played with them all, and he created the. 12-8 shuffle beat. Oh, this is George, Bernard George Bernard Purdy. Purdy is what it's saying here on oh, the no, Google. But, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's Bernard Purdy. Yeah, there you go. Let's get our yeah, facts straight. Yeah, the 12-8 shuffle beat. Yeah. How does it go? <laughs> 
Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap that. I can't rhyme that. I can't, I can't do that. It, oh, you just tantalised us with a fact and not been able to back it up, Paul. Well, I, but you, you can play, just play anything with us with Bernard Purdy. I'm going to find and he's it. Even, he's even done such up-to-date stuff and recorded with a band called Death Cab for Cutie. Oh yes, I'm aware of their work. So up to, which is so up-to-date as well. Here's the Purdy Shuffle, apparently. Yeah, here we go. Sexy. The basis of all dance music. There you go. The Purdy Shuffle. The Purdy Shuffle. He, his original name, I think he came from Chicago originally, or he moved to Chicago and worked with a jazz band originally. And his original, his original nickname was called Bigfoot. Because? Because I don't know why he was called Bigfoot. But, but the Bernard Purdy shuffle, 12-8 timing, is the basis of everyday modern... Don't Michael Jackson, as I said, yeah. I could go on forever. You could, Bernard but Purdy. not now. Let's speak to Lee. Hi, Lee. Hello? Yeah, Hello. you're on. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Hi. Hi. It's your turn to speak, Lee. Wait, am I on? Yep. Wait, on the mixer it says I'm not. Oh, well, never mind. Let's leave it. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I mean, what do I have to do to convince you? I'm speaking to the you. The mixer. The mixer said... The mixer said no. The mixer said no. Computer said no. My God. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Please, if you are going to ring us, be prepared to speak to us. I mean, it's only polite. You can tweet Talk Radio or at uh, Flipping Cath or at Katie Puckrick, or you can text Talk on your message to eight seven two two two. Can I talk about something that oh. I just has struck uh, a nerve? I wish you would. Okay. Um, apparently, there's a, a new crazy trend in America, and it might come here. Um, so be prepared. Fake cops. Sorry? Fake cops. With a P. C-O-P. Okay, yeah. Yes, cops. Um, yeah, so uh, men and women, um, all very diverse, black, white, straight, gay, um, all pretending to be police officers. Mm-hmm. So getting their hands on pretend badges, getting lights that they put in the grill of their car, um, putting some police radios in their car so they can keep abreast of crimes being committed, and um, perhaps purchasing firearms illegally. What? And then showing up at crime scenes and being large and in charge and pretending to be cops. Wow. That's a thing. What's the point? The point is um, they are they kind of like the flash and the glamour, but a lot of them have police records, these people who are pretend, you know, pantomime police people. Uh-huh. So they can't actually qualify to be a police officer. In fact, they actively, in many cases, dislike police officers because they've been on the wrong end of the law. However, they like the trappings. So this is a thing that's happening. Oh, and there's there's also the other thing of uh, people pretending to be Homeland Security ICE officers. Right. So with this new... Focus on uh, people who are not like our neighbors being bad. There's a kind of a new enthusiasm for role playing. So live action role playing 
with a sinister twist. Yeah. So what, they're barging into people's houses and threatening to deport them? Yeah. Or um, And of course, that's happening already with real ICE mm-hmm. officers. So there's, there's now a thing that's happening in America, right around borders, like even Canadian borders, where... Uh, ICE are stopping American citizens on the road and demanding to see papers. Now, oh my God, we in America don't know about you guys here, but we t- typically don't carry papers. That's just not a thing that happens. I mean, we might have a driver's license, so it's it's getting a little sinister. But this the fake cops thing is just it's funny. It's like a little it is like role playing mm-hmm. it's, it's like uh you know maybe you're a fan of Dungeons and Dragons or Game of Thrones or. You know, police officers. God. But it's a way to get power. Yeah. And you're saying that they're getting firearms as well. Yeah, they're getting... Well, I mean, that's not hard, as we know. That's well, yeah, uh, you exactly. Know. But still. Um, but uh, they... In fact, there was a story recently about a, a, a woman who was had borrowed her boyfriend's car. And uh, she had done a kind of Butterfingers thing on the dashboard. And she ended up flicking on a police siren and police lights. And she was like, what the hey? She didn't know what was going on. And a real police officer pulled over. What's going on here, lady? She had no idea. It turns out that her boyfriend, oh, she did explain. She said, well, my boyfriend's, uh, he's an undercover police officer. And then they ran a check on the license, on the car, the car owner, the registration. No, he was not an undercover police officer. He's just another one. He's pretend, pretend cops. But he'd even told her that. Yeah, he told her that. So that was a... Uh, and then she she was like, no, no, honest officer, he really is undercover. Like I'm 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 probably blowing his uh, his cover by even sharing this with you. Yeah. Um. But just yeah, just a funny little thing. Gosh. That's a, another quirky thing about our American cousins. But is that more evidence that people are trying to sort of seize power and trying to feel more powerful when they? I, yeah, it's pretty irresistible if you think all you need to do is to dress a certain way. Yeah. and uh, Like in this country, if you've got a fluorescent jacket, you can do whatever you want. You know what I've noticed? I uh, have kind of an instinctive, unconscious, subconscious reaction to a fluorescent jacket where I think, it's not that I think that is a person of authority, but I think, oh, well, that is a person who is doing a potentially dangerous job. Yeah. So it's like a laborer. I live near train tracks, or, yeah. and so there's like... Uh, people who are always working on the train tracks and stuff. And so I'll kind of note somebody wearing a fluorescent jacket and think, okay, you know, they're dodging trains or they're, you know, working with anvils or, you know, fighting with fire. I don't know what they're doing. And then it turns out it's a homeless person. So there's like a new thing. Yeah, so there's kind of a thing. I don't know if it's a trend. Don't want to be glib, but too late I already have been. Sort of a thing going with homeless where they're wearing the fluorescent jackets as well. So I don't know if that's... I do why. Could just be, you know, an extra layer, keeping warm. I've got a fluorescent jacket for riding my scooter. I haven't worn it yet because I don't tend to ride in the dark because yeah. I'm not that great on it. But... um that is a weird thing. Yeah, so I've, I've noticed that like off They're not going to du- keep you warm. Off-duty fluorescent... And but the thing is, is that I notice that I have the reaction yeah. of like, there's a man letting go about his business. Yeah, he's 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 on patrol or yeah. he's on he's on the job, and I think he's really not on the job. Mm. He's panhandling. Hmm. Hey, Chris. Hello. 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 Nice to hear from you. What do you want to say? Uh, sorry, first time uh, caller, long time listener. Well, I'm glad um, you've rung. 
Uh, yeah, oh, you, it's, it's great. I mean, you, you, I, I must admit, oh, you know the, thing, the cop thing in America? Oh, yeah. I don't think they can't do that in this country. So I think the cops, friend of mine's a cop, but their, their radios are uh, sort of coded. Ah. But yeah, because you can use scanners I mean, in America, can't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you yeah, can like listen America, in. Yeah. Yeah, anybody. I mean, there's like, stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and, and people sort of, they go to, you know, police sort of uh, incidents because they can hear it on the... You know, I think it's just it's an open air thing. There's no sort of, you know. Yeah, no but, um, barrier. Yeah, yeah, so anyone can do it. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's a weird thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but people are weird. Uh, I think so, we've established that tonight. Oh, yeah, we? definitely that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the reason I called, because I, uh, I like, you, uh, you like, is Ian back tomorrow or the day no, after? Tuesday. Or Tuesday. Oh, okay, cool. And I, I wondered how you, like, because obviously it's your first sort of stint as a. Uh, like a host, is it a host? No, yeah, yeah. you're a host, aren't you? Well, and um, like with having like Katie on there, it's. Uh, I wondered if it would, um, it would almost be too much. But you, you guys are absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's oh. it's a cracking listen. Oh That's wow, great. thank um, you. That's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I obviously like Katie. I, you know, I remember you from the Word and all that sort of stuff, and. Uh, that the, the stuff you, I've heard you talk about before when you came on, like with the perfume and all that stuff, mm-hmm. is is great. When you like when you sort of um, explain all that stuff, it's I know you you come across really well. I mean, I know you obviously you're a, you know a long term presenter as well yourself, but um, yeah, you, you girls are doing a cracking job. Well, thanks wow. very much. She's a woman with a great uh, you know a great grasp of language and how to manipulate it and paint pictures. It's just... oh totally. totally. And also, yeah. you you both. I mean, Kath, I mean you. You've got, I mean, you've got, you've got a great accent and you do a cracking job as oh, well. Oh, thanks, Chris. I'm going to blow a bit more smoke up your ass, Katie Park, right? Yeah, All right. You. Thank you very much. Nice to speak to you. Uh, thank you, ladies. Bye-bye. Um, I feel like I've known you for ages. Isn't it funny? Yeah, I don't. I haven't even questioned. I, I mean, we just kind of said hello to each other mm. and then just kept rolling along yeah. without assessing or... Wondering about it or without any preamble. Yeah, glad we did. Yes. Sometimes you meet people like that, don't you? And you're lucky. I'm going to make sure I continue to stalk you and make sure that you come in whenever we can get you in. Well, I'd love to be here. Great fun. Stuck if you want to um, join us, you can do that. 0344 499 1000. That's 0344 499 1000. But yeah, this whole thing about people posing as something they're not, it's just bizarre. I've got... Um, I've got some stuff I wanted to talk to you about, like, ah, oh, throuples, or thruples, I'm guessing, is the is the uh, way that um, is it's it ed- Is it edible, thruples? It sounds delicious. Well, for the people involved in it, it certainly is. Uh-oh. A trio of polyamorous lovers has regular threesomes and plan to marry and have children together. How is they that? They call themselves a thruple. Okay, we've already covered that. I told you my friend's in a thruple. Mm-hmm. This is uh, two guys, one girl. And um, two guys, one girl. Yeah. You know, it's, I know it's prurient of me, but you always want to know, like, who's Zoom and who? You know, what's being stuck in where? Do they avoid that? Do they avert their eyes at that? But it's polyamorous, so they're all into everything. Sounds like they're all loving each other all the time. I'm sure it's probably not as exciting as that once you're actually in a sort of domestic environment. Well, uh, all I can tell you. I can't tell you anything personally, but um, I did have occasion once to watch an er early cut, an early edit of a documentary about swingers. 
called Sex with Strangers. Uh-huh. Can't remember the name of the filmmakers, two brothers who had made a, a series of documentaries called Taxi Cab Confessions. And a friend of mine actually was the editor on this, and she invited, I guess they wanted uh, people who worked in the industry to have a look at it and give them some feedback on mm-hmm. this final cut. And uh, so she invited me along and some other friends. And the so it was uh, the premise was we're just looking at swingers and these are people who they might have their main relationship, but then they go cruising in recreational vehicles, recreational with a capital R, and they just park the vehicle outside a nightclub and bring people back. And um, so for the first, say the documentary is 90 minutes, for the first 20 minutes or so, all you care about is how do they negotiate the sex? Like, how is it all happening? Like, you're kind of interested in the interpersonal aspect of it. Like, how are they making the approach? How are they cruising the people? And invariably, it's always like a man and a woman who are in the couple, but then they bring another woman back. It's usually that, although sometimes it's more of a like orgy situation <laughs> with a bunch of people. And then the next thing you're wondering about is, Okay, what is actually happening in the sack? Like, how do they? It's like square dancing, do see do, and round and round, yeah. and kick them in the butt and knock them down. <laughs> and so you're trying to. It's like playing Twister or something. So then you get. Then you're like, okay, I can see how that works, or people taking turns or something. And then it's boring. The rest of the whole documentary is really boring because then you realize, oh, that's that's really the only thing that's interesting. And then the rest of the documentary, it wasn't that the doc was boring. It's that that lifestyle is very tedious because and it's actually quite toxic because what it turns out to be is that there's always one person yeah. who really wants to have the sex with all the random people and then the other person's like well whatever makes you happy i yeah. kind of like our time together but i guess i could do that other thing the for documentaries i've seen about it, it it always tends to be a wife who isn't as into it as the yeah. husband is but kind of tolerates it, and at least she's involved. Yeah, she's involved. She's not out of the picture. And the thing that was so grim about this documentary is that eventually the husband who was pushing for it did jettison the original wife and brought in the new, younger, you know, less trashed model. So do you think it's affairs for cowards? Affairs for cowards. Yeah, try, try, trying to palm it off as, uh, hey, one for all and all for one. We're all into this. We're all, all super we're all, sexy. Yeah, we're all into this. It was really uh, the the main guy in it. Actually, there were a few different guys, but the, it was a little sociopathic mm-hmm. because it was all about control and about a little brainwashing-y and a bit, you know, like, no, what's your problem? You're so uptight and you really you really need to work on yourself because this is, what you know, what, what I'm doing is the right thing. Yeah. The one I saw... There were a f- I've seen a few because I do find it fascinating yeah, that whole really... the negotiation of the politics of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was one guy, a kind of really. Uh, you could tell the wife wasn't into it at all, and she didn't feel as glamorous as the women that they're inviting to these sexy parties and stuff. And he sort of expected her to be involved, but at the same time, he wasn't willing to get involved with anything involving another fella. And I just right. thought, ah, uh, I think this might just be all on your terms, matey. Uh, yeah. And, you know. <sighs> As you say, it ends up being something quite toxic. I'm sure there are plenty of people that make it work and you, they never feature in documentaries. Cause right, They right. look for the characters every time, don't they? But yes. Oh, I just don't know. I well, just don't know how people manage. Well, uh, no, they manage. I've seen the documentaries, yeah. but, you know. But that was a funny thing. Oh, so I just looked it up. It's the Gantz brothers who made this documentary, Sex with Strangers, which, in fact, is, is very interesting. But the thing that was the most compelling was you realised... Um, 
it's ultimately quite depressing. Like you go in thinking this is going to be rip snorting, rollicking fun, and it might be quite sexy. It actually is quite soul destroying yeah. to watch how cruel human beings can be to other human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. This one, this trio, Natalie Fink and first boyfriend Yannick Guar is both 22. That's young to be involved in something that complicated, is my thought, but maybe that's mm. just me being old. Decided to start dating other people in 2016 before meeting Michael Flam, 22. The throuple share a bed most nights and say they're inspired by German artist Max Ernst. Yeah, make it make it artistic. Yeah. Who lived in a polyamorous relationship. The men say they're heterosexual and never... So- we're, we're not gay uh, and never struggle with feelings of jealousy. Mm. Natalie says, I've always known that I had to love and live my own way and not how society told me to. Okay, I'm, I know this is not the headline part of the story, but Max Ernst, the famous surrealist, was not living in a relationship like that. I think he basically had a series of lovers, uh, and he, had, he was with Peggy Guggenheim, who was supporting him. She was a sugar mama, but he also had other lovers, so I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see some facts and figures on that. These guys did not get that memo, and I don't think they would have had time to read it anyway. They <laughs> were very, very busy indeed. They were. They were entering and exiting with great speed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to enter before the end of the show, before you've got we exit, fifteen minutes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You're listening to Talk Radio with me, Catherine Boyle, and me, Katie Puckrick. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jamie East. Now, as well as being on talk radio every afternoon between 1 and 4 p.m., I've just started a brand new podcast that I wanted to tell you about. It's called Talk Film. We've got interviews with the big stars like Martin Freeman, Tandy Newton, Josh Brolin, and loads of them. And also all of the reviews of the week's big releases. There's a new episode every Thursday available through Apple Podcasts and your favourite podcast app. Just search for Talk Film and give it a whirl. If you like it, please hit that subscribe button. 
The Late Night Alternative with Catherine Boyle. Speech Radio with a difference. Talk Radio. It's me and Katie Puckrick, actually, and completing this threesome, it's Simon in the New Forest. Hello. Hello. How are you? Very well. Go on, Simon. Right, um, this is this is a bit awkward, actually, but I thought I'd, I'd give it a go because um, of a word that Katie came out with earlier on. Um, and the word that you came out with, Katie, was incel. Mm-hmm. And I read an article um, recently about incels or male incels. And um, I, I kind of am one. And it's difficult. It's really, really difficult because I'm finding that as the years go on, of which they are accumulating, I'm finding it easier to... um, I'm finding it harder and harder to to approach anybody um, because of, obviously, the, the implications nowadays of especially with, with the work I do, I've got to be so careful with my my licence. I can't be accused of anything. Because you're a taxi driver. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't actually, especially in this line of work, um, approach anybody anymore. No. And that yeah. kind of compounds the problem. And I have social anxiety anyway, so I don't go out. And my way of coping with with life is is to work because that's where I'm, that's my happy place. Cause, oh, right. You know, um, so it kind of it, it kind of um, keeps me um, locked in this prism of um, I said, and I said prism with a, an M for mother rather than prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but it keeps me locked in this. Although it's a very safe world, it's a very frustrating world, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, it's got to the stage where cause I've used um, a lot of dating sites in the past. Sorry, <clears throat> this is actually quite difficult to talk about. Um, normally, I'm up for the crack, but you know, seeing as it's come up, yes. um, and it's it's got to the stage where this is, this is going to sound quite harsh, I suppose, but it's got to the stage where I now view myself as so hideous oh. and horrendous to look at because I use a lot of dating sites, and although at the very beginning I was getting a few um, responses. I don't anymore. And having done this job for 12 years, and a lot of people think that being a taxi driver, you must get it on a plate all the time and everything, and, and it doesn't happen. At least it doesn't happen to me. And it's got to the stage where I'm actually, I actually consider myself an insult. And, and that's like a, a label that I'm able to give myself because it makes me feel like I'm part of something. How strange is that? That's really strange. Yeah. But, but, you know, so it's like I'm an insult. I I am an insult, and all right. I, I mean, a lot of it with what I've read, um, they sort of incels can sort of come together in groups or like packs where they actually um, hate women so mm-hmm. much that they they try and um, troll them or whatever because it makes them feel better about themselves because it's like they feel. Know, that's I'll, what I was going to say to you, that that label has a connotation now that's, that involves yeah. a, a decent amount of misogyny. Yeah, yeah, which is, which, is ter- which is totally wrong. And I'm not in that camp. No. Um, but 
Um, but, but I can, but I get it. I, I get why that would happen to someone because, like, for me, the way I feel about myself, for me to feel that there has to have been a cause, and that obviously would be um, a lesser intelligent person maybe would actually jump to that cause, and that would become the catalyst of, of the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're um, looking for a reason or you're looking yeah. for some something that would have triggered well, a situation. And also, I think there, there's the urge to hand it over and say, it's not my fault. It's something that society is sure. pitching against me. There's, there's an unfairness yeah. there that I'm fighting against and I can't win. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not my fault. It's your fault. <sighs> you don't sound um, like an incel to me. Uh, the incel thing is a, it's kind of a political movement, isn't it? Uh, well, I'm just looking at it from the point of view of the, of the, the, the literal words. Well, that you're yeah. single and you don't like it. I, yeah. I would take the incel yeah. thing out of it because it's, you know. But, yeah, it's yeah, definitely the, a loaded word is, now. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the thing, yeah, but the thing is, it's, it's a new word to me. I'd never, up until a couple of weeks ago, I'd never become aware of it. Yes. Um, and, and the only time I've ever, is when I read that article. And mm. it's because I heard Katie say it and I thought, mm. but... She kind of uses it in an arch way, though, don't you? Well, I mean, I was I was sort of playing with it because I was sort of I was referring to the the literal incels, uh, you know, talking about this quasi, if not literally, misogynist movement. But also, I was referring to myself as involuntary, involuntarily celibate because I'm single and um, not happy about it. And certainly, um, I do, um, I do put myself out there in terms of asking guys out and um it just seems like there isn't anybody available i don't know if i'm at a certain age where people are already coupled up or married or i think people assume with you that you're sorted out because you're so confident you go places on your own you you seem to have it all well i do definitely go places on my own and i am confident and i'm happy to be on my own to a certain extent but when i do you know make an approach to people who i this is not like unlike you. I haven't had the nerve to to go online yet because I I feel like that's mm. too scary. But um, it might I might be doing that next. But but I'm sort of um, I mean I haven't reached the point that you're discussing where you you're turning it on yourself, which mm. is a shame because you you know you seem like you know you have a good will and you you know you really want oh, yeah. to connect with somebody i mean that's a genuine definitely, human need and, and, and but, but the thing is as well it's like i can talk the talk um i can talk the talk very very well yeah but it's like i can't walk the walk and and because time now it's been it's been um, eight, nine years since my last relationship and I, I never really had a lot of luck with the ladies anyway as it was but it's got to the stage now where even if somebody was chatting me up I would automatically my go-to response inside would be you're taking the piss uh, out of me right I used to have a friend yeah. like that. I used to have a friend like that. And she pushed every bloke away who was interested because she said that they can't possibly mean it. You know, she yeah. just assumed no. it. And that's something and you need to work on with yourself. And I know it's easier said it's, than it's done. It's hard to keep your heart open. It yeah. is really hard. It's, yeah, it's easier to go, do you know what? It's never going to happen. It's yeah. never going to happen and it's not my fault. But the thing is as well, though, right, this might sound pretty... Uh, if this sounds horrible, I don't mean it to. But it's like on one of the other stations which um, I refer to quite often, which is totally inferior to this one, they have a sex and relationship show. Yeah. 
And before I found talk radio, I must admit I'm not really a fan of the women's hour either, but um, they're on at the same time. So I do tend to sort of listen very briefly occasionally to that relationship show. And when I hear people on there going on about their sexual problems, but those people sound anything less than, um, you know, um, a model or, or whatever, if they, just, if, if they sound sort of like what am I trying to say here, if they sound like they're a little bit, um, oh, for example, not the best-looking person in the world, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, you just you can pick up things from their voice, and, and you sort of, you know, you, you get an image building up in your head of, of what that must look like. And I find myself getting really offended by that. Yeah. It's like this is not something that is on offer to me, and so therefore it shouldn't be on offer to you. I don't want to hear about it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I get really indignant and yeah. offended by Res- that. Resentful. And that's natural that you'd feel like that. Yeah, I suppose. It's totally natural. The thing is, when you think about like adult pastimes, you automatically think of porno models, mm. you know? You don't think of the ordinary-looking person on the street having a, having a sex life. Mm. Um, and and uh, it's sort of... I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It really does... Um, it really does bug me, and it really does get me down, but... Right. This is not going to help you at all. I mean, we, we need to wind this up because we're, we're fast approaching the end. And I, w- I, w- I would love to speak to you about this again if you can bring yourself to talk about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. from what I know about you, you are a charming, pleasant, completely approachable sort of person. And I understand that it's become difficult for you. But please keep the faith and please don't think of yourself as being hideous because I'm pretty sure you're far from that. Well, you know, maybe. But... but, you, but, you, but but you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot more than a, a quick call, a phone call on the radio is going to do. But, I know. but the thing is, but I, you know, at the end of the day, my side in our relationship is that I love listening to you guys, and um, and I respect you and 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 all the other listeners that have got their little problems. We're all, like I said before, I think we're all part of a huge dysfunctional family. In yeah, oh, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and, and and thanks for being there. Okay. And, and like I said the other day, you're doing a brilliant job. Katie, you're wonderful. Thank you. Uh, A bit of follow-up since the word and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Thank you, ladies. Oh, thank you. Thanks for trusting (laughs) us. We really appreciate it. Let's talk again. Yes, please do. Cheers Cheers. then, Simon. Wow. Yeah, that was great. That was really brave. It was so brave. Yeah, to make himself vulnerable That's the thing about this time of night, isn't it? That Mm. people do confide in you. And that's someone we've spoken to so many times, I had no idea he had that lingering, you know. Mm. I'm so glad he could say it out loud, hopefully in a way that helps a a small part. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio.